You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. How you really feel, Will? I'm like no fucking maggots. That's what they make raid for. And with that, welcome to the Crown of Collars podcast, everybody. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. I am one third of your host. I'm Jeremy. I'm back to almost full strength. Um, thank you for everybody that sent the prayer for me. Thank you so much. Your support means everything. But I'm back. I'm here to be a piece of shit, and I'm joined by fellow pieces of shit. What's poppin', everyone? It's Side Eye, aka Simon the All Seeing Sultan of Chill, aka Is the Me Salen, aka The Quiet Riot. I'm just gonna wait for you to. I'm gonna wait for you to fix that intro to me before I intro me. Fix what? And last but most fucking certainly not least, we have the OG. What's going on, everybody? This is Tall Bianca XO on Twitter, a.k.a. This carne asada burrito is hitting, a.k.a. Um, my student loan debt got sold to yet another company. <laughs> Let's just start the show. Listen, it be, it be your own niggas. Ooh, roll for Mimi Faust. We got Bianca with the burrito. Yo, this joint is hitting. It's huge, too. Anyway, that's it. Thank y'all for listening to us here on the Flawless Studies Media Network. Uh, we got a live show coming up February 29th, and we would greatly love it if you're thinking about going to buy your tickets like ASAP so we can get a head count going so that we can also then uh, not postpone the show because we want to give y'all a show and we want it to be quality and memorable and all those good things. Um, I mean, you're going to get a read from Gangsta Gurry. You're going to get some Mama Meets World, a lot of out of rebaby. You're gonna get this ratchet ramblings live and direct to you from the venue right in your face. So get that in your life. Uh purchase tickets, uh that will be in the show notes once again. Um FNMM one year eventbrite.com to buy. And yeah, that aside, you can also support the show by becoming a patron. Patreon, $5 gets you lots, some, lots of bonus content. $10 gets you next level bonus content. It ain't much, but it does help us keep the lights on. Yeah. And we appreciate it. Um, you know, help keep the lights on and the internet powered. And I keep giving you all this dope-ass content. Um, Speaking so yeah, of those are ways, those are ways you can help support. And you can also help support by just telling your friends and giving us five-star reviews. Yes, and speaking of that... Patreon content. Um, me and Bianca, we just had another rendition of Bring It Back released today. Um, and you should become a patron because you want to hear it because we did a Bring It Back for like five, three, three to five different eras at the same motherfucking time. Not yes. limit. Not limited to, but including the snap era, the crunk era, a um, little bit of trap, uh, yes, a little bit of snap. Sounds yeah. like some hashtag content to be caught. Yes, and we had a Wang Dang Duda doing it. So, 
become a patron, get your life, get that and more content coming in the future. Um, I think that's all the church announcements. So let's just get this show on the road. Okay, so I do not know why I called Nick Bosa a wheat pancake face ass bitch. I mean, look at the material. He, um, look, he doesn't look like a wheat pancake. He looks more like banana pancake batter. But <laughs> <laughs> banana Bosa. Yeah. Oh boy, is that a show title? Like three minutes into the show, we'll write it down. We got more show. Um. But okay, so we completely um well considering the content of last last week's episode, um we probably couldn't because we had a lot going on, but we wanted to report this because we did not. Um former NBA commissioner David Stern uh has passed at the age of seventy-seven on New Year's Day, no less. Um, he said, "Happy New Year." I'm out. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the, 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 yeah, can't talk. The commissioner who, during his 30 year run as commissioner of the National Basketball Association, masterminded its transformation from a league in peril to a multi billion dollar industry and the first American sports league to thrive internationally. He. His death was announced in a statement from the NBA. He was had a brain hemorrhage on December 12th of last year and underwent surgery. Um, but uh, unfortunately, that was not enough to uh, prolong his life as he passed. Um, so, and for transparency, I didn't even know he passed until I heard it on Bomani Jones' podcast. And then I was like, wait, what? And I did my Googles, and sure enough, he passed on New Year's Day. Um, I kind of feel like it was one of the quietest transitions. You know, not to be a piece of shit, but I mean, he was already a one foot on one foot on the grave and another foot on the banana peel. But you know, let me not be a complete piece of shit. But I, you know. Well, I mean, I'm gonna do that anyway. I'm back at almost full strength. Y'all know what the fuck it was. But um, yeah, so if, if y'all liked um, Jeremy's impression of Doc Rivers snorting sawdust, uh, subscribe to the Patreon. I don't know. Mm. But you know, <laughs> you know, for as many criticisms that I have, and I'm sure all of us do, of David Stern and his tenure as commissioner. It does kind of feel sad that he's passed because, I mean, we grew up with him as commissioner for a lot of our lives, to be honest. You know, you know, I, I personally, I wanted him to tell us that that he kicked MJ out of the league for gambling before he died. Yeah, I mean, was, I mean, that was a given. I mean, I, I have mean, you we, seen MJ? You seen that Modern Eye, mother? Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, mimosa, Mazzola, I motherfucker. <laughs> that motherfucker. <laughs> that motherfucker got that motherfucker eye color the same as a lemon cough drop. His eyes look like a yield sign. That's mm. like room, room temperature margarine. Right. And like old headlights. And he didn't yield at the goddamn gambling slots, I tell you that. Mm. But uh, gambling slots drinking Canadian club and shit. Mm. <laughs> right, but this ain't about MJ, this is about David Stern. That but, wasn't uh, no flu game. That was Hennessy and um 
and Mad Dog 2020. Yeah, he was just hung over. He's probably still drunk. <laughs> That's why his eyes the color that they is. You know that motherfucker missing a kidney stone. You know he is. Oh, yeah. Well, when your eyes look like they got to pee. Mm. I almost made a really, really fucked up joke. Do but it. I'm, I'm, nope, I'm not going to do that. Not do gonna. it. That's too far, even for me. Um, do it. Do it anyway. But but I'm going to write it in check. But <laughs> that is... A, and I'm going to say it. I'm going to say Black Dante said that. Uh, mm, it'd, be, it'd be your own co-host. But, <laughs> like, like, they, that, like they had a bad meeting with our Kelly. Oh boy. Okay, Will said it so I didn't have to. Thank you, Will. But um but yeah, no, like David was the commissioner for most of our lives and saw and it kind of but not really ties into something we were talking about pregame and the current state of the NBA where it's like it's a lot of really good players. A lot of really good young players, but they aren't stars. Well, they're stars, but they're not like superstars yet, and they don't have the um, the, uh, the 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 name power as the stars that we grew up with under the time of David, and you know, by a little bit of proximity, Adam Silver. But uh, with David, goes kind of an era because if you look at the league and the kind of the changing of the guard, most of the stars, the superstars, the household names that we grew up with when David was commissioner, they are either on their last legs out of the league or maybe both. Yeah. Like, I mean, <clears throat> biggest star in the league is still a guy who entered the league a full, you know, 10, almost 11 years before David's time retired, you know, LeBron James. Um, LeBron James. Yep. Yep. At this rate, I would not be surprised if it was his league until he retired. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know, um, like, if he went out, like, good either. Like, if he played until he was real fucking washed and then retired, it would still be his league. Yep. And, you know, the thing that's going to happen to him in all likelihood is going to be the same thing that happened to Carl Malone. He just got old and all the time just caught up. Yeah. That nigga don't lose, but um, alone. but yeah, definitely, yeah, don't always take a chance to say that. <laughs> um, with an axe, but uh, yeah, no, David, David Stern oversaw, so he took over in 1984, and that was the same summer that the U.S. won gold, but then mm-hmm. in '88, they lost to the Russians, and he was like, fuck it, send the pros over, and um. Yeah. At the time, that was discouraged, but then it became encouraged. It was like, well, shit, everybody else said in April, so why not us? Um, and then, like, we started the dream team, beating teams about 40, 50, 60 points, and then the players, you know, after the game, sticking around, like, the opposing team, sticking around to get autographs from dream team guys. Um, right. And just like that, in the, in the blink of an eye over the course of the summer, basketball's pathway to an international game, as Jeremy alluded to earlier, was in motion. Like, it was going to happen. Um, you add in some European guys coming over. You add in, you know, Yao Ming being the number one overall pick in 2002, so the year before LeBron got there. Um, and a bunch of other factors. And 
at David Stern's stewardship, he made it a league that was almost too big for him to run. Like, yeah. It was it was so massive and it was so global and it was so many things to so many people. Um, you know, you talk about the basketball without borders program. You got people like you know Giannis Antetokounmpo and uh, Pascal Siakam, and you know to a lesser extent Hashim to be guys who came up through the basketball without borders program. It, it seemed rote on its face, but no, it like it legit turned Joel Embiid came through that program. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was just this this challenge to find people who would be, you know, possible potential future basketball stars. And that program, I would say, has been a success and can really only grow more, which seems scary to think about. Like, there, there's going to be, you know, more of these seven-foot, you know, perfect health, you know, great endurance 27-foot, 30-foot range guys coming into the league, and I think more of that's going to be awesome, <laughs> personally. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that they're learning how to, like, they're really learning how to, to help care for these players early. Because mm-hmm. at the beginning, they didn't really have a plan in place because uh, the notion of early entries into the draft kind of bridged the previous commissioner and David Stern. Um, a little bit because like Magic Johnson was an early entry, but like the high school thing was really sort of lost on us. There was, you know, Moses Malone and Bill Willoughby, then it was nobody until Kevin Garnett, then it was Kobe, then it was uh, Lou Williams and LeBron and Dwight Howard and all these other guys. And at first, you know, it was like there's no there, there's no good game plan for these guys because for every LeBron you had a Darius Miles, and for every Darius Miles you had a Coleon uh, Smart. So, according to Young. Oof. Or yeah. Or, uh, you know, Robert Swift. You know. <laughs> just got guys who came out early and just didn't have the didn't have the the guidance that was necessary. League's in a much better place to handle it now, but, you know, for a long time, it wasn't there. Um, and, and now the waters they're navigating are the notion of the, the guy who doesn't need to be College bound necessarily, um, and so they're, they're now under Adam Silver. You know, it's going to be how do we evolve as a league with the advent of like the way technology is changing? Um, you know, the way that the traditional recruiting patterns don't have to be adhered to anymore. Um, Zion Williamson had millions of followers on his Instagram, he could have went to school wherever the hell he wanted, right? Um, but under an old, under an old system, he would have gone to University of South Carolina. He would have played for two years, you know, gradually increasing his minutes. His third season, he would have started getting some buzz, and it would have been, is he going to stay? Is he going to go? Um, and, again, the league evolved from that point to, no, this guy needs to be in, like, a public speaking class. He needs to be in a finance class. He needs to be in, you know, maybe an economics class. Just simple stuff so that he knows how to be a professional. Yeah, they at the age take, of 19. They got to take care of their chicken. Shout out to Marshawn. Word. Yeah. <laughs> and so that is that is the that is the mimetic and cultural uh, gap that Adam Silver is now in charge of stewarding because David Stern laid the groundwork for, no, like this game can grow to heights that we can't imagine. 
and now we're at those heights. That that evolutionary period is finished. Yeah. And I think that's for, I mean, there's definitely some uh, <clears throat> valid criticism you you can uh, task to uh, David Stern's legacy because, oof. Mm. Uh, there were some things. There was the dress code. There was, yep. there was the one-year minimums kind of uh, sheepishly navigated. Yeah. Uh, there was... There, there were questions at the time as far as handling like the drug stuff, but like certainly dropped the ball on HIV stuff, and then Magic Johnson used his personal power of influence to sort of take that power back. Right. Um, but that was that was almost fumbled. Um, yeah. So that there were there, like there, he 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 would in a moment of clarity say there were missteps along the way. Yeah, there were missteps along the way, but. Uh... To your point, the legacy and the groundwork that he laid for how the league is flourishing now, I think, uh, I think, uh, I think he did good on that. I think he did good, and the league is in a uh, much better place, and will continue to be in a much better place. On, um, but yeah, there's definitely some things on his legacy that you can be like you, you can side eye, um, but then there's also things that you can. Uh, praise um like we just did uh because we're seeing the fruits of that labor now so uh yeah because uh that nba with our borders program is the only fucking way this league is gonna have any type of parity anytime soon yeah because <laughs> because don't don't get me started on my college basketball uh rants but yeah no, college um, basketball mm. i got yeah, way more to say that but yes uh-huh. Ooh. Mm. But, uh, went, to, went, to, went to Carmelo Anthony University. Not mm. But, uh, yeah, no, so, yes, you know, rest in peace to him. And thank you for 30 years of gotten the league out of, temporarily back into at times, but then mostly out of very, very, very um, shaky situations. Um, yes. You know, there was a lockout, which I didn't even mention. Um, yeah. But, Given the whole thing around Jordan and was he gambling or was he not and everything else, uh, I would personally say that lockout, which was a few years in the making, and basketball was dreadful at the time. I don't give a shit how much people romanticize. Oh, I missed those Heat Knicks games where the score was seventy to sixty three, but they sure <laughs> did. They sure did push each other really hard. Right. Like, shut sh- up. Shut up. They sure did try to play football in basketball. Shut the fuck up. Like that, it that was a man's the, game back in the day. Shut the fuck up. That, that shit was so unenjoyable. That shit was ugly. <laughs> that shit was, it was ugly. horrible. It was forgettable. Like, yeah, there was Jordan kicking, you know, the the, the very diluted league's ass because they had expanded right before his first repeat and then they went to Canada during the second repeat. Um, so, yeah, I'm glad that everyone enjoyed, you know, Michael Jordan kicking a very watered-down league's ass. But, um... It wasn't fun. The rest of those games weren't fun. Like, you you fondly remember Knicks Heat because you were a Knicks fan or a Heat fan, and your team might have won those games sometime, advancing the playoffs sometime, or your team might have, you know, had a surprise upset or something and, you know, whatever. But on the whole, those games weren't memorable. Like, they weren't fun. They weren't cool. Um, wasn't good basketball. It was a bunch of niggas who couldn't really play offense just pushing each other on defense and it's called the golden era. Shut y'all shut the fuck up. Oh, it was 
the bad boy Pistons. No, the bad boy Pistons were good because they were so technically good. Like, yeah, they they ran their offense to perfection. Their defense, you know, again was a whole lot about make them make them wince, make them make them suffer, make them pay. Um, yeah. Basically, being Ray Lewis on the goddamn basketball court. Right, Terry Tate, office linebacker, ass basketball. Get out of here. <laughs> right. Shit wasn't fun. Stop but lying. We, stop, stop playing in my face. Right. We could. That's a whole nother show and ran about how motherfuckers romanticize the golden era of basketball and shit. But we got more show. AKA um, lying. Right. Uh, <laughs> the, right. Um, so, um, moving right along, I'm um, transitioning to the NFL. Um, <laughs> so, um, over the weekend, um, New England Patriots, Julian Edelman was arrested for vandalism Saturday evening in Beverly Hills. Allegedly, he jumped onto the hood of a driver's car around nine o'clock PM. Saturday causing damage, the police said in the statement. He was released on a citation and is scheduled to appear in court on April 13th. He and the Patriots have denied comment as of thus far. I think somebody needs weekly appointments with a neurologist. <laughs> I mean, what did he fucking think he was in that one uh, in Living Color Michael Jackson parody video? Like, what was... The motherfucker thought he was in the Project X Zone movie. <laughs> Omarion dancing in front of the car spotlights on the no, Icebox Omar- video, but in no, real life? No, no, no. Omarion dan- doing all his goddamn dance moves in front of Rick Ross at the BET Awards. That's what <laughs> he was doing. Oh, no. <laughs> I ain't never seen no shit like that in my life. Omarion came out that motherfucker and did every video, every move he done ever did. It's a choreography ever. Even back to the B2K days, like, Omarion, what the hell? That nigga was dancing for his freedom. I mean, well, you know, Rick Ross got his own orbit, so, I mean. <laughs> like an asteroid trying to get loose from a gravitational field. <laughs> you know what? I mean, I mean, hey, it, it is what it is. Uh, also, shout out to uh, Rick Ross for trying to shoot his shot with Lizzo offering some lemon pepper wings, you motherfucker, you. <laughs> 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 nigga, listen. I, I okay. As much as I'm, I'm joking, I ain't even gonna sit here and lie. I damn, I damn sure shoot my shot off for some chicken wings. I ain't even gonna sit here, because <laughs> my fat ass little chicken. I, that's, a, that's a bad question. My bad. You know what? <laughs> I, it took me a minute to catch on with to hear you say it. You know what, Bianca? <laughs> you know what? Just don't use Postmates. Oh boy! Mm. We are playing with fire now. Ooh man, I think that might be the end of the show. Um, This has been the Crown and Call this podcast. Listen, you know what? I still maintain that girl was putting a lot on it, but also and two and as well. I would sue the fuck out of you. You putting my goddamn business out there, and then you lying on top of that too, because the goddamn surveillance footage proved that she ain't know what the fuck you were talking about. So I was soon shit out of Lizzo too. Oh, I, I still motherfucker for putting two digit, digits in my phone number out there. Don't play with me. Right. Right. <laughs> okay. They could be old digits too. I will see you in court. Cut Listen. the check. Listen, you put you put the information from one of my old my old cell phones, bitch. We fighting. I don't know what the fuck you thought this was. Play with that deodorant crusted up under your underarms. Don't play with me. Mm. 
Yeah, mm, you hate to see it. But yeah, Julian Edelman done lost his damn mind. Uh, I don't know. I guess going home and getting knocked out the playoffs by the Titans. I guess that hit that hit different. I guess. Yeah, no word on what I, Mark Ingram's plans are this week, but. Julian Edelman has a very unenviable uh, job as a uh, mm. as as Tom Brady test dummy. Mm. His crash test dummy. Mm. Just be running at mm. anyway. Uh, speaking of another dummy, uh, so Antonio Brown done lost his motherfucking mind again. Um, Antonio Brown, this I think this this broke this morning, I believe. I ain't mistaken. Um, what we know so far is that several Hollywood Police Department officers arrived at Brown's home around 10 a.m. local time on Monday. Brown, the mother of uh, Brown's children, Khaleesi Chris, I hope I pronounced her name right, was there too. They had three children together. A video released of Mr. Brown repeatedly uh, throwing expletives at her as well as a bag of gummy dicks. Considering Uh, the quarterback he used to play with, I'm glad it was only a bag of gummy dicks. Well, I mean, he does have a history of of, uh, throwing his dick with throwing other kinds of dicks without consent, but, you know, less of two evils, I guess. Um, Mm. Brown repeatedly told officers he had previously evicted her from his home, but allowed her on the property so she could pick her kids up and take them to school. But Brown claims during the handoff, Chelsea tried to steal one of his cars and he wasn't having it at that point. They get into a war war of words. Like I said, he shot an expletives at her and then assaulting her with a bag of gummy dicks. This sounds like a man who needs court-ordered therapy. Correct, because... Antonio Brown be carrying on a lot for a nigga that got a mountain full of goddamn assault and or sexual assault allegations against him. And when I say needs therapy. That this nigga also, let us not forget that the nigga intimidated and threatened and included his lawyers in a group text to one of his accusers in one of his cases. Like, wasn't the lawyer like, uh, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Leave me out of this. Right. The lawyer was like, I, the lawyer was like, I don't know her. The lawyer's like, I don't know what's going on here. Is this nigga stupid? Why are you texting me about some illegal shit? What the fuck is going on? Uh, prank caller, prank caller, no, prank shit. caller. Fuck, text somebody legal shit. Nigga, doing illegal shit. Nigga, you can't do that. You, right. you damn sure can't loop your lawyer in on it. Stupid. But again, like I say, Antonio Brown be carrying on and doing a lot for a nigga with a mountain of allegations against him he needs jail and he needs therapy i think a therapist should have to sign off on any and everything he wants to do unattended want to go to the bathroom alone no big ben a therapist needs to sign off on that did you just say did you i was gonna let (laughs) yes i did i was gonna let it ride bianca yes i did oh my god that's what the man said he said that yeah, and you and you did that. I was gonna let her out. I was just gonna let her out. But uh, but yeah, Anto- like, yes, Antonio 
clearly needs some help, but he also like needs to go to jail. Uh, cause that nigga did that shit guilty as fuck. But yeah, he like, needs to eat that bag of dicks he was throwing at that woman. Correct. Um, for, who the fuck throws a bag of dicks at? Oh, what? Why does uh, it just have those like around? Uh, right. Like what the fuck? Probably rides around in his damn neighborhood throwing them out the window at people. Old lady walking her little uh, French poodle getting hit in the face with a bag of dicks. <laughs> you don't not fight old you don't not fight all over with a bad bag of this. He ain't did nothing to nobody. You stupid motherfucker. You done knocked over Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Brown and her dog Daquan. The, <laughs> the fucking name of the dog. You know what the fuck. <laughs> but, uh, dog fucking up the old lady trying to eat the bag of dicks. <laughs> Woo, this show is turning to going left. Let's move on. Yeah, yeah let's. let's. Yes, let's move. Let's move right the fuck along. Um, something Did you have to redesign Black Planet. Uh, Obviously. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, something else that happened. Uh, now this I did not. Um, this I just found while we was pregaming. But um, apparently there was a brawl. Um, uh, a battle of. Uh, Battle of Braids, I guess. I don't know. Um, but um R. Kelly's longtime living girlfriends um ha- had a brawl over the weekend. Um Miss R as Az- really I probably fucked up that girl's whole goddamn name. Please forgive me. Uh Clary, um, and Jocelyn Savage, who we've reported on before. Um they had a fight at R. Kelly's apartment at Trump Towers, which the fact that this motherfucker has an apartment at Trump Towers, considering both of them, like... Par for the course. Par for the fucking course. Um, but yeah, at first they were having a war of words on social media, but then it also turned into a a um, a flight of fist um, and physical. Uh, there were other people present during the fight who eventually stepped in, but there was some serious damage done. Uh, once the cops was taken to the hospital, um, Jocelyn Lazer went to the police and was booked. Um, and I, if I'm not mistaken, since she has been released on bail. Um, what? I... I... What were they fighting over? Like, why? What, I like, so details about what they were actually fighting over has yet to be determined. Um, from what I've gathered from the articles that I've read, it may or may not have been over that nigga, which is very, very sad. And I'm hoping that's not the case, but that's what it's kind of looking like. He broke. It's not like they got shit left. Right, what, some old light bulbs from a step in the name love video or something like what the fuck you got left? I, 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 I don't know, my friend. I don't know. Um, doesn't have a soul that's gone. Um, did he ever have one? That motherfucker opted out from the, mm. but this is this was just sad. Um, it, honestly, it's just sad that, um that they even in the situation although from what i've read the um clary girl 
is going to work with prosecution for um, on the case against R. Kelly. Um, the only problem with that is is that she done lied for the nigga before. So it's kind of like, I mean, right. It's kind of like, okay, good that you're working with prosecution to get this nigga out of here, but it's like that probably can come back on you because you done lied defending him before. So good luck, yeah, girl, I guess. You know, but I mean, I'm, listen, if Takashi snitch, snitch Nine can get off, I mean, hey. I mean, hey. That don't mean we want this nigga to. I mean, no, I'm talking about her. Well, yeah, that too, but like. No, fuck that nigga. I'm talking about like. She might be in trouble, but if they can get Takashi Snitch Nine off, then she probably can get off too. Yeah, she probably could. Yeah, but uh, this is very sad and unfortunate that these these two girls fighting over this nigga. That might be what they again from what I've read. It's leaning toward they were fighting over this nigga, probably because my maybe her about Carl Claire's involvement um, in the case and being um, you working with the prosecution because Jocelyn is just. Unfortunately, just gone and gonna die on the hill for this nigga. Which you know, she's you know a victim of his abuse, and it's sad. But you know, it's not nothing you can really do. Fuck R. <sighs> Kelly. Fuck R. Kelly. Fuck R. Kelly. Speaking of nothing you can do, um, so. <laughs> This is from this floated down on the interwebs from Vox earlier today, in that according to a new poll, um, Joe Biden still leads among black voters nationally. Unfortunately, um, <laughs> um, according to the recent poll, um, the, a recent poll um, survey has supported jo- former pre- former Vice President Joe Biden's claims that. He has a broad support from the African-American community. Um, The national poll conducted from January 2nd through January 8th found that Biden holds a lead of about 28 points among Democratic-leaning voters with 48% support. That number places him ahead of second-place Senator Bernie Sanders, another um, who has a 20% support with a 4% margin of error, even more striking. Biden and Sanders were the only candidates to achieve double-digit support among black voters. Former South Bend Mayor Pete Buttigieg, which, why the Never mind. Who struggles to gain support from the African-American community um, have been well docu- has been well-documented with only 2% eke out. Uh, it's also irritating. Yeah. Um, but this is just another. Let me say this, and then I'm gonna throw you, Bianca. This is just another reminder that y'all shouldn't be blaming, like, and fighting with, like, black people that you disagree with on the internet for however they lie politically or what they think or what you think. Because honestly, that shit don't really matter when you get out in the the real world and talk to black people. Yeah, um, the number one thing Joe Biden has working for him is that he they has been as has, a, they know him as Barack at, Obama's intern. Yeah, well, he he, and he yeah he was at it for a long time. Um, he you know was the VP under Barack Obama, who like 
how we view Obama is getting revised as we sort of really look back on like the time that he served or whatever. But yeah, the, the what happened? What happened was well, well. I mean, it's more about how do you win an election, right? And Obama struck at a particularly prescient time. Um, he carried the doing of winning an election basically perfectly, um, and that just won't be as exciting the second time around. So you can't really duplicate what Obama did, when he did, and how he did it. Um, we're, frankly, we're, we're, we're too online now for it to work the same way again. Um, we're, we're too retroactive, we're too retrospective. Um, we always have an eye on like what people did and an eye on what they could then do in the future. And what it winds up impacting is, well, how do we get you there from here? Um, and so, yeah, I, I get Biden's current position atop the whatever, despite the performance and the whatevers, but can this sustain? Can this hold up? Or is he just about to be like grad school Wesley Clark? Because I don't... I don't see it. It's not because I don't want to see it. I just, I can't see it. Um, I can't see a situation where he becomes the nominee. I absolutely can because I I don't want him to, but I absolutely can believe, and I, he pretty much is probably, in my opinion, probably going to be the nominee because, again, I just, I'm not saying the things that people say online are valid. Honestly, I... Joe Biden as a nominee allows people to pretend that change is coming when really it's not. No, it's just, it would be the opposite of change. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like this, like this is the true, like, and like sadly, I mean, a lot of people are stupid enough to fall for it. Well, not even stupid. Well, well, yes, but also like, and not just that, but also a lot of people in politics are far too intellectually lazy to effectively campaign their um, candidates. Well, not only that, but just if you look at the Democratic Party, like they've been pushing Biden, like fuck with, fuck with, I don't mean in an offensive way, but forget whatever niggas that you disagree with on Twitter when it comes to politics. Look at what the Democratic Party offline and through media has been pushing. Like, um, shout out to Shante from, um, from, uh, from single simulcast, like the media fucks with who they fuck with. Yeah. Regard like you can say you can validly to your point, Simon, say that you know some of these people didn't really run an effective campaign. <clears throat> Kamala. Um Hillary. But the media fucks with, the media fucks with who they fuck with. And it's obvious who they fuck with. And they fuck with Joe Biden for whatever ungodly goddamn reason, them niggas fuck with Joe Biden. And in turn, people, you know, not on Twitter, not online, not having these discussions of, well, I mean, y'all say he could probably beat Trump, but this nigga got a whole bunch of shit with him. Motherfuckers offline don't give a fuck about that. We have to be honest, like most people are centered. And who is the most center motherfucker while pretending that he's progressive motherfucker out right now? It's fucking Joe Biden. Like, the fact that the Democratic Party wants to get back the racist Trump voters 
is, is that, that's Joe Biden because Joe Biden hits that that thin line of like I'm racist, but I don't want to act like I'm racist, so I can rock with this guy because he's like racist, but like not racist. That's Joe, Joe Biden. Biden is like if Kramer went to law school. Well, he ain't that smart, but yeah. Joe Biden's a lawyer. Like, but he's not that smart. I mean, I get where you're going, but I mean, true, true, true. You gotta true. look at the material frame. Yeah. Uh, the state of American politics is in constant peril. Yeah. Yeah. And before people get to carrying on, because you know, again, you know how you niggas on the internet like to do. If it comes down to Joe Biden, yes, I'm still gonna vote for the motherfucker, unfortunately. But still, like. But- the, we're not gonna. We're not gonna keep the function. The, the the functionally illiterate is very stretching um, when it comes to the word functional. Mm. But there's a traitor in the White House, quite literally, and he needs to go. So, yeah, whatever it takes. Like as as excited as I can be about a given candidate in you know this particular moment. Um, Come November, like, you know, it, it, if that is no longer the person, I got to put my feelings about that aside because that nigga can't continue to run shit um, for a day longer than absolutely necess- necessary. Not a day longer. Correct. But I will say this. I will say this. Even though y'all not going to do it because... 2016 for goddamn show proved that y'all y'all gonna do it anyway because that's just how you is. I hope that you niggas don't blame black people that you disagree with on the internet again for what the fuck is white people's problem. I don't got that goddamn much. Well, because niggas on the internet is stupid. I knew the Democrats weren't shit when when Obama's first term they had the majority in the House and the Senate and they still ain't get shit done. Yeah, that was a they time. Have ne- and they have never managed to get even close to climbing themselves out of that hole. In fact, they've gone deeper. I, uh, again, they want to stay in the hole. They are pushing for Joe Biden. I mean... <laughs> yeah, they, they, this is... they. Fuck the Democratic Party, man. Yeah, Ooh, this is almost, depressing. Uh, I almost said something I shouldn't, I shouldn't say. I won't say. I'm going to same. Same. Um, but with that, we're going to take a break and then we'll come back with some HBCU confessions. Or some scotch, y'all. Shit. Hey, this is Bree of Mama Meets World. Every two weeks, my show is live. It's a safe and special place for Black mothers and the people who love us. So for more about the Black motherhood experience, make sure you subscribe to my show. I'm sure you'll love it. And we're back. And it's time to wrap up the show with some HBCU confessions. Um, Well, let's just say y'all need Jesus. All right. Let's get into it. First one. 
I am a senior at CAU, and my mom has been having sex with an exec in the financial aid office so that I might get full assistance. I'm in the final, I'm in my final year, and the woman in the financial aid office told me that if I don't eat her pussy, she will stop my aid. Clark Atlanta. Okay, so the, the, the logical me says, get it on, record this, and blackmail her. Mm-hmm. But the you that's here for the mess says use teeth. <laughs> Don't <get it. laughs> oh keep your eye on the sparrow girl. <laughs> Use that vision girl. Mm. I mean, be petty about it. I mean, look, sometimes you got to, you know, sometimes you got to do a little, some strange for a piece of change. You know, I'm just you saying. Make her suffer for it. I mean, hey, you know, hey. Like you're going to blackmail somebody into eating you out. You can't coerce that shit. Hmm. Fucking up the game. I'm telling you, they fucking up the game. This is not, this is not, this is not, this is not what y'all learned in Players Club. Stupid, stupid, stupid. All right. Next one. Just had the worst sex of my life. Kissing was bad, head was bad, and the dick was horrible. But I think I could eventually... Girl, what you can't spell? But I think it could eventually become something more. Is this why I, quote-unquote, grow with him? Anonymous. Bitch, are you stupid? What the fuck wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) You just said the man he can't kiss you, he can't eat you, he can't fuck you, but you're talking about growing with him? <laughs> how? Oh, how, how do you even how do you even grow with that? How? Where's the growth? I would say straight people in the ghetto, but you could at least live in the ghetto. What the fuck is this inhospitable <laughs> bullshit that we're talking about tonight? Don't scream that will be <laughs> he charged up me. Can you see it? Since you just said the nigga trash, what are you doing? Go get you some real dick. Mm. Mm. Get, get get you a stud that love you. Listen, right. Mm. Get you a get you a motherfucking uh. Get you a redhead with her own strap. Hey. Get you a young and Mabel like without the misogyny. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, <laughs> mm. Good Thank you, Bianca. <laughs> oh, well. Mm. Mm. All right. Again, next. Thought, thought, thoughts I can't say on the show. Mm. Um, let's just move on. Things that make you go. <laughs> mm. Mm. Next, next one. So I've been texting this guy for a few months. We hung out. We, ha- we hung out like once. I'm into him and whatnot. In parentheses, he's into me too. How do I get him to become my boyfriend? He also has, girl, what? Okay, let me read this as it is. He has also meant he doesn't want a relationship right now, as I have said the same thing. It's you. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? <laughs> Boy, the 18-year-old just jumped out. Oh, listen, this old sitting up in my room ass. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever this is, I want to send you a cash-out request for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Smarten up, Nas. You know what? 
tell the fucking truth. How about that? Mm. Let's start from there. You want to wait? You. I can tell you. I you don't want a relationship. Yeah, you don't want a relationship. If you don't want a relationship, and you're trying to figure out how to make this not relationship wanting ass dynamic become a relationship, how in the fuck? All I see are two people who like each other and trying to pretend they don't. Basically. Oh, yeah. you know what? You know what this might be? Each other for a long time. You know what this might be? It might be preacher's kids. Mm. Mm. Strong argument. They yeah, this... they trying to they trying to have um relations. I don't want to speculate about what kind of relations. They trying to have relations of a sort, and they're trying to do it um in a way that is uh right and righteous in the eyes of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I get it. Yo, fuck all that shit. You better lock that nigga down before you get one of your homegirls pregnant. <laughs> well, that's why we have you, Will. That's why we have you. All right, next one. How can I, as a female, have the toxicity of future and play these niggas? Howard. Treat them the way they treat you. Wait, read that again? I will read it again for you. How can I, as a female, have the toxicity of future and play these niggas? Howard. Girl, all you got to do is listen to Dirty Sprite, too. Yeah. And the toxicity will flow from you. Yeah. I was going to say, you could just hop on this Miss Andrew wave and just be like, these niggas ain't shit. These niggas ain't shit. These niggas ain't shit. And last but not least, fuck these niggas. And send no, that cash app and Venmo requests. You you know what you do. You know what you do. You get you some wine. Listen to Dirty Sprite too, and listen to the City Girls with no skips. That's you how you put no grapes in that wine. <laughs> they are not Cynthia Will. Okay. <laughs> are we sure? <laughs> hey, Cynthia is a type that right in. You know what? You know what? I could believe Cynthia would do all this shit. <laughs> I'm laughing at that and I'm laughing at the next one. Oh, all favorite school never disappoints. Oh, uh, they disappointed last week when I was reading them, but let's get into it. <laughs> oh, hell. Oh, boy. Wait till I read the whole thing to react. Now you know. <laughs> okay. Strap in, friends. Oh, God. Because we finna go left. The father, the son. <laughs> I don't let niggas take my panties off. I take them off myself to hide the dookie stains. Fam you. <laughs> This is in the motherfucking crown and goddamn college podcast, man. Subscribe <laughs> to the Patreon. Support the network. Support the arts. Keep us in your prayers. Oh, God. I just bat flipped my headphones off my head. <laughs> I would say we have gone off the rails, but we are... <laughs> we, 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 we're not even on the track. We're in the water. <laughs> We are no longer a train like object. We are like underneath the o- the ocean right now. <laughs> we are in that part of the ocean where all the shit that we think is extinct is living. 
There's some shit. There's a living cat of nine tails down there. <laughs> this is a mess. Why? Why don't you take a shower and learn how to wash your drawers? <laughs> Yo, this reminds me. What this reminds me of that girl that was on Twitter that said she don't take she don't she don't uh she don't wipe herself after she take a shit and get into the shower. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, the use. You know, I just want people to um, practice a little modesty. Mm. Um, perhaps not tell us about your questionable hygiene habits. Yes, I think that, yes, that is sound uh, advice, my friend. Yes. I mean, to be fair, she could be one of those people who like washes her genitals like twice or whatever or whatever. I don't know. I don't know your life. I don't desire to. Sorry the to. The fact of the matter is that we never needed to know that shit. Literally. You see it. Mm-hmm. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. You're doing amazing, friend. <laughs> Next one. I've noticed my problem is I think every female I find attractive is the one. And it always ends in disappointment. How do I stop this? <laughs> well, how do I stop this from happening, Graham? Drake wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell me this ain't hotline bling. I could believe it. Ever since I left this college, you, you, you. <laughs> yeah, this this sounds like an Audrey collectible. This, that's one gaslighting ass song. Mm. Like, nigga, you left the city. The fuck is you mad about? You said, I think everybody is the one. Okay. Mm. She should have texted him back that she was getting mad good dick, too. Right. Fuck Next me. one. My man expresses his love for me through sex, and I have no problem with that, but it's a lot of love. I see, I see his frustration when I'm not in the mood, but I don't feel obligated to give as much as him, seeing as though we are not married. Am I wrong? Southern. Okay, so... Uh, mm. Come on with it. Come on. You need to let him have a side bitch. <laughs> Will, you I was thinking it. I'm glad you said it. You get on my goddamn nerve. I, I mean, if you listen, if you if you love somebody who has a high sex drive and you don't have a high sex drive, I don't. Mm. I don't encourage that. I don't advocate for that. I personally know good and damn well I have no business being with somebody who does not have a high sex drive. Nope. Mm. Learn yourself. Know your limitations. Respect them. Mm. Discernment. If you really love that man, <laughs> if that's the only if that's the only thing that's driving a wedge between the two of y'all, yeah, that, that yeah, that might be necessary. Yeah, um, do not ask me how I know. Mm. I mean, if if that's the case, like if if it's really if if that's the only issue, but if you feel like you are obliged to give sex at any point, that's a problem. 
but if you also feel like you should be able to withhold sex because you're not that married, that's also a problem. This is problematic, yep. So uh, y'all have some talking to do. Preferably not with his dick for once. Yeah, don't, 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 don't be depressing on purpose. Correct. Yeah. Uh, like you can be depressed on purpose. That's fine. Uh, you know that shit hits us all differently. But don't be, de- don't be an agent of someone else's. You know, suffering in that way on purpose. Like that's that's just peak head assery. No one needs that. No one deserves that. Yeah, because life is wild these days. Get you some good sex. Correct. Next one. <laughs> so, I have my earphones in listening to Bop by the Baby, which is a bop. Um, I rap, I got rich nigga dick, it ain't free. And my girl said I got poor nigga dick because my bank account got $10 in it. She didn't know I heard her. N-C-A-T. Sorry you to should- that man. Link her to Indeed. <laughs> Damn. That is a hell of a clapback, though. I'll this is your problem. That. Create a solution. I'm saying, right. like, if, if she gonna roast you, roast her back. I'm just, listen, the, the couple that roast together stays together, okay? Listen, you got to, you got to step your game up. You got to, you got to, you got to, you got ten dollars in your bank account. Uh, go on Indeed.com and get your job, sis. What you talking about? You got a you got a ten dollar bill. Put your hand up. You got a five dollar bill. Put your hand up. Listen, get you some single work ladies. I can't hear you. Single ladies, make noise. Make an appointment for her with the work study office. This is her asking for help. Mm-hmm. Listen, you have to see the signs. Yeah, get your girl a job, man. Listen, one of y'all got ten dollars in it ain't her, so there. <laughs> I mean, listen, you got to see the positives. I'm just saying. Whew. Listen, ten dollars will get you a whole meal and another meal at cookout. I'm just saying, you have to look at the silver lining here, okay? Count listen, your blessings. You gotta count your blessings, okay? Why why she counting your motherfucking bank account? You gotta count your motherfucking blessings. She says, "Remember, listen. That's 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 what a helpful boyfriend does." Your girlfriend says she broke. Show her how to show her a good job. Show her how to make this crack, how to spend this money, how to make that back. Great. Yeah, y'all don't remember that, that one, do you? Bars were spit, nonetheless. Yes. That was Joel Santana, two thousand five. Back when he had teeth. All right, Pete. Sorry to that. Sorry, 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 sorry to, to that. Teeth. Sorry to that mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Another one. I've been cheating on my boyfriend with three other guys. We went to school. Go to jail. (laughs) 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 And for the record, if it was a nigga right submitting this post, I would say the same thing. <laughs> this is too much mess. This is too much fucking sauce in 2020. 
I'm screaming at the <laughs> fact that I, I'm screaming that he just said go to jail. I didn't even finish the motherfucker. Yeah, I think it's finished at that point. Is it not? Do we have one more? Yeah. Oh shit. Oh man. I think. I think. Yeah. I, I think that's it. I think we done for today. I think we done for today. Oh, oh. Very well, then. Um, I'm gonna yeah, go we... get back on Black Planet. Um, All right. by the way, we gonna bring Black Planet back? I, I thought Solange already did. Yeah, see, she brought it back for like a a week, right? And then what wound up happening was a whole bunch of people around our age jumped on it. Then we're like, wait, we can't post gifts on here. I'm leaving. Gifts, really? Like at all? Well, I mean, the gifts be slapping. Gifts do be slapping. Don't get me wrong, but like, I got like 300 gifts in my phone. I think. If, if, if they if they if they say nah, use your words like use use them words, nigga. What's up? <laughs> like, well, I mean, I already have an extensively eloquent vocabulary. But yeah, like, but the people, but the people who came back to Black Planet didn't. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this has been a chronic. This has been the Chronic Hollis podcast. Yes, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. Give us some ratings and five star reviews, please. Thank you so much. Um, become a patron, support the show, buy tickets to this goddamn live show. Okay. Yes. Yes. You've been, if you've been thinking about it, like it's time to do it. Get your tickets. Get your tickets. We um, want to give y'all a good ass goddamn show, but we need y'all butts in the seat. So buy these damn tickets. Right. Um, and yeah, that's all the announcements. Out again, if you are a patron, you will no doubtably hear the "Bring It Back with Me" Bianca. Um, if you are not a patron, change that. Um, because you're getting some great bonus content from me and Bianca, as well as everybody else on the network. Um, some also some big things are going behind the Patreon coming soon. So again, definitely become a patron, and it helps us out. And you get some great content from some great people. So get on that. And I think with that, we are out.